0: This morning, our Old Testament reading comes to us from the 61st and 62nd chapter of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah has this technique where he talks about himself and the blessings that the Lord provides him, but in doing so, he is in a more perfect way pointing forward to Christ. And also, as he points forward to Christ, he is pointing out the gifts that we receive from Christ. So, as we read these words from Isaiah today, I want you to imagine that you are saying them that this is what God has declared for you. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exalt in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a burning torch. The nations shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle reading comes to us from St. Paul's letter to the Galatian church, chapter 4. St. Paul sort of highlights these same themes that as Christ enters our human life, he he gives us this adoption that even though we were orphans because of our sin, God chooses us, adopts us, and makes us his own. St. Paul writes, When the fullness of time had come, This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise as we hear the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. writes his account about Mary and Joseph coming into the temple to make the sacrifice for their new child, and they meet two people who have been waiting for the Messiah. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be to each and every one of you, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's easy to get caught up in the details, isn't it? It's not always enough to know the basic facts. If we hear about an event that occurred, we want to dive deeper. We want to find out, well, who was there? What happened? Where was it? Why did it happen? And maybe even how? Any parents, any, any of you who've ever raised young children know this phenomenon, because you, they ask a question, and then you answer it, and what's the next thing out of their mouth? Why? Okay, so then you answer that, why? And you keep going until you say, that's just the way it is. Now, when I was a kid, my parents would tell me, well, we'll tell you when you get older, which... I always thought it meant that the answer was inappropriate and I wasn't ready to hear it, but what I realize now is they just wanted me to be quiet. But we still stay like that. Even from a young age into our older age, we want to know more and we want to dig deeper. Sometimes the most honest answer is, well, that's just the way it is, or that's just how it goes. It's unsatisfying, but sometimes it's just simply the truth. Think about how we talk about God in our church. One of the great mysteries of the faith, that, that, that trinity, right? We have the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Are they the same? Nope, they're different. Oh, so we have three gods. Nope, we have one God. So they're all the same? Nope. So they're different, sort of. And so pretty soon, we just have to say... We have the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit not three gods but one God and they are not the same. Doesn't make sense. But your catechism teacher will just say that's just the way it is. Or maybe when you come forward to communion and you, and you see the bread and you see the wine and you take them and you taste the bread and you taste the wine and you're told this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Christ. Well how? Well That's just the way it is. That's what God says, and so we believe it. Whether it's at baptism, how does the washing of water and the word wash away our sins? That's what God says. We don't always have to understand the details, even though we really desperately want to. Sometimes we just simply say, we let God be God. Because that ultimately is what our faith is. Faith is clinging to the mysteries of God. It's holding on to the promises of God. What God has said, we believe he has done. When he says his son was born of a virgin and died on a cross and rose from a tomb, we may not understand all the intricacies of that, but we say, okay, you've said it, it's true. We meet today this man named Simeon. Simeon who has a deep faith. This is what is said about him. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Simeon's been made a promise. You will see the Lord's Savior. You will see the Messiah. Here he is in the temple. And this man and woman walk in with a baby and it is revealed to Simeon, that's the Messiah. That's the Savior. What we don't hear is Simeon saying, well, how is that baby going to save me? That doesn't make any sense. You mean this infant who is completely helpless is going to somehow not just save me, but all of Israel, all of the world? He doesn't say that. Simeon doesn't get caught up in the details. He believes God's word. And so he says these words, which should sound familiar to you. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people Israel. Now Simeon doesn't know that this baby will grow to be a man who then is baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan River, then will make blind men see and, and will walk on water and ultimately go to the cross and die and rise from a tomb. Simeon doesn't know any of that. He doesn't know the details, but because God says this is what happened, and this is what will happen, he believes it. And this is why he can say with confidence these words, you are letting your servant depart in peace powerful statement. We use these same words after communion, and we're going to use these same words today. In this service that we do, after communion, we sing what we call the nunc dimittis, in Latin means, now dismiss. We sing the song of Simeon. We don't just copy these words, but we know these words to be true. Just as Simeon meets that baby Jesus and knows he's saved, we come forward and meet Christ in his body and blood, in, with, and under the bread and wine, and we know we're saved. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to say, oh, I get exactly how God does this. But we just hear God's promises, and our faith clings to them. And just like Simeon, we can say we have peace with God. Because the fact of the matter is, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we, without Christ, don't have peace with God. Paul even says we're born as enemies, hostile to God. That means that we don't want God in our lives automatically, but God, through his Holy Spirit, through his word and sacraments, changes us. To hear his word and receive his grace. And that's why we can say those words. I can depart in peace. Not because I've accepted anything or not because I've understood something or not because I've done enough good, but because God has sent his Savior to you, just as he did to Simeon. You don't need to be a biblical scholar. You don't need to have the Bible memorized from front to back. You don't have to get the details to have faith and trust what God is doing. Because when we look into our lives, we see that we desperately need peace. Every person, every family Every relationship we are in has conflict, difficulty, tragedy, pain, loss. And we bring that all in here today. We bring that here with us into church. Maybe it's something that that you've shared with others. Maybe it's something that's private on your own heart. But you come in here with these sins, these burdens These tragedies, these things that weigh you down and the Lord is saying he has sent his son to die for you to forgive all of it, to wipe it all away, to make you his people so that we have peace with him. And so not only can we depart this building with peace knowing that God has forgiven me, God loves me, God has adopted me, God has made me his child, but Simeon, who did not live to see, most likely did not live to see Jesus dying and rising, is saying, I can die in peace. I can know that my Savior has come. I don't know the details, but God has kept his promise. And so today, as we sing that nunc dimittis at the end of communion, I want you to say with that same confidence, I know I have peace with God because God says so. Because God has sent his son Jesus to die on the cross to forgive me of my sins and to rise to new life so I can depart in peace because I know that no matter what happens to me out there, I live in peace with God forever. Let us, have that same confidence of faith that Simeon did. We don't always get it. We don't always understand it. But by the blessing of the Holy Spirit, our faith clings to it. And we know it to be true. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.